Black Coffee with a Side of Tea starts now only on Stunner Radio. guys welcome back to black coffee with a side of tea this is the girlfriend's destination and we want you to feel welcome it's a new month it's a new opportunity new beginnings new possibilities so take me to october because we are not that far from december make sure you make those right choices in October, celebrate yourself. So we're gonna do a sister check in with my girls, Lisa, Danae, and Zozo. We're gonna bring them in. Come on, ladies! Come on, ladies! Come on! Hey, 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 ladies! What's going on? Hey, it's everybody! Hey, Zoe! Hey, T baby! Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Happy Saturday! <laughs> yes. Happy end of Mercury retrograde. Yes, it's Lord. Been a, it's been a, a good long three weeks. <laughs> yes, a little too long if you ask me, but made it through, made it through. This week was a lot better than last week. I can honestly say that. I um, I definitely strive to just push through the end of this Mercury retrograde. Of course, it was ups and downs, but overall, it was totally better than last week. And I'm, I'm still here. I'm still surviving. Awesome, awesome, so, awesome. Those tests and trials, baby. Well, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> yes, I'm <Yeah>. excited. Because <laughs> Mercury, Mercury. Hey, Miss D. Hey, Miss D. Hey, hey. ladies. How hey, is everyone? D. How you doing, D? Hey. So yeah. So yeah, it was a uh, last week wasn't bad for me. I didn't even really notice the retrograde last week. So I was good, but this week is a whole nother story. Yeah. It's like it comes in waves and it hits people at different times. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Absolutely. Mine was last week. T Babies was probably the first week. Yours is probably the last week. <laughs> yeah. So we took turns. Uh huh. Team tag in. We was tagging yeah. in. <laughs> I think so because T Baby, I think you said your that first week, your week was a little rough. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It definitely was. So yeah. we was tagging in and tagging out. Which is a good thing because you don't want to. Uh. <laughs> Miss D said, I noticed it for me. I was very off. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I noticed it last you week. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can definitely tell because your energy is kind of like, you know yourself, you know, because we've been with ourselves forever. So we know how we operate in certain spaces and how we show up. Uh, how we respond to certain things that people say, how we normally will respond. And you can kind of tell when you being tested, like you said, Lisa, we was, when you can tell when somebody trying to test you, you'd be like, mm, I don't know why they trying me this way. I don't know why they trying me. Why they reaching out or why they backtracking. You can tell when people are backtracking to resolve some stuff that they thought that they resolved before. So, but. Yeah. Let, let, mean, let burdens lie. Right, because what what's going to happen now is that you were reaching out doing retrograde, and the si- the silence on the end of the phone will return mm-hmm. and leave it that way. Don't come back. We good. 
Don't, well, see, don't my, I'm the person who's the silence on the other end of the phone. So mm -hmm. it don't work that way for me. I'm the one that, that I, I mean, I'm that person that people say you always ghosting or you don't, but it's not that. That is that I have stuff to do. Yeah. I do not have time to worry about what somebody else got going on. And then I feel like my internet acting up. Can y'all hear me? I feel like I'm freezing up. Yeah, I can hear you. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I have had some people to come back and try to backtrack, but that never works for me because I always tell people that I don't believe in going backwards. I don't believe in, you know, if it didn't work out before, it's right. not going to work out now, even more so. Right. So, but for me, the retrograde has been good and bad. Like at first it was good, but then it just took a turn on your girl. I was like, wait a minute now. <laughs> All my life, I done avoided the penitentiary. <laughs> Now, what's going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely understand. I'm yeah. telling y'all that moon and that Mercury retrograde combination. It was a doozy, wasn't it? Yeah. It when, was I <laughs> when I tell you, my body was like, I woke up extremely tired every day because of the moon. I don't know what it is, but whenever we have a, a moon, a new moon, a full moon, I just be so tired. It's like, it's hard for me. I normally wake up at like 7.30, you know, even though I have the clock in at nine, I'm usually up, you know, trying to move around, get my body together. My body say, girl, no, we're going to sleep to almost nine. <laughs> <laughs> almost nine. <laughs> it was so difficult right for me to wake up. Yeah, I would yeah. literally look at the clock, turn over, phone. I wouldn't plug my phone up. I was forgetting to plug. My phone would not be charged. <laughs> So my now, alarm would not be going off. Now, I will say that happened to me Thursday and Friday. I did not hear my alarms go off. And I was like, what is happening? Uh-uh. Right. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. You know, you got to get that baby out of here at 8 by, 8 by 745. Okay? He got to be in school. They got to get up out of here. So, no. No, I can't oversleep. And I was like, what? Two days in a row? That's weird. Mm. Yeah, that's how you know you was tired. <laughs> Lisa, don't laugh at me. He gotta go. He got, can't stay here. He gotta go. Okay, now uh -oh. I already know how that is. You're not missing oh, school. Yes. Wait, what? Oh no. Uh -uh. You missed the bus? That's okay. I will We're gonna take you. Take you. Yes. Right. <laughs> right now. Right now. Get your stuff. Come on. Baby, I remember that too. <laughs> and I missed the bus. Why? Okay, but let's go. Because you're going to school today. It's okay. It's okay. Today, it's okay. Don't do it again right. tomorrow. <laughs> yes. But, you know, we, we like like T-Baby said, it's wrapping up. And, and honestly, I do not give a whole lot of, you know, credit to, mm -hmm. to these type of things. Mercury, retrograde, nothing like that. Because, first of all, I think people just people. And a lot of times people be trying you, whether it's Mercury retrograde or not. They right. try you, whether it's a full moon, half moon, no moon, Absolutely. sunshine, rain, snow. They're going to try you. I agree. So I, really, I really try not to give too much into that. But this time I felt, I did feel like something was definitely off. Mm -hmm. 
Miss D said, I've been like this since I returned from my honeymoon vacation. I'm still discombobulated and tired. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, it takes a minute when you get from that honeymoon because, first of all, your adrenaline is high. Like, mm -hmm. you are on a high that once you come down, and I haven't had three of them, so I know. Once you come down from that high, it's hard to get back to reality. And then you dropping that thing on them on a regular. So that makes it That's fun. that thing banging. <laughs> the thing is banging. Maybe that thing be banging. So you be trying to get back into your schedule. But right. you know, y'all in love. And yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, Baby, it's, listen. Hey, it takes a minute. <laughs> I knew she was over there laughing. I could feel, I could feel her laughing when you were saying that crazy thing. Yes, you know, you be putting that thing on them, and and it and it is really like. She <laughs> said, "Hush, girl." I knew it. I said, "Why she over there cracking up?" You know yes, it. it. It's really a such a high moment in your life, and it's such a just you know, it's like to me a happy bomb. You just get bombed with happy happiness and it's hard yeah. to come back to normal from that mm -hmm. you know it's hard to get your your body and your chemistry back and that's probably why mm -hmm. people like me get married more than once because we want that <laughs> we want that part again <laughs> she, said, she said i'm too old for this shit <laughs> hey miss d i i I under I understand that, and I haven't been I have not been married before, but I've already expressed to my family to be ready because y'all gonna be tired along with me because we putting it we putting it down. Y'all seen the whole family with you on the honeymoon? No, no, not taking the whole family. With, I'm just saying when it comes to the reception, okay, we gonna it's turn going it down. out. It's yeah, going down. Definitely. I'm having a bomb blast. You know, we're going to dance the night away because I seen Petey Pablo do a reception for this couple. Baby. Not Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo. Oh, Lord. And they were in actually in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> and he was singing his North Carolina. North Carolina. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they all had they they Baby, listen, I'm telling well, you, it's gonna be several dance combinations. So just get your if you don't you get your heels together, whatever you need to put inside the shoes, take them off, whatever. I want you to have a blast because I plan on having a blast. So because it's my first gonna be thanging that whole night, huh? <laughs> so so before before we get into the social media uh, stories, uh, D said before it started, baby, it started from the rehearsal dinner and carried on to the honeymoon because the wedding party went with us. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow. oh yeah, they were singing for real. Oh man, y'all had a ball. Yeah, y'all had a ball. Oh yeah, it's gonna be hard mm -hmm. to come down from that. That's gonna mm -hmm. be hard oh, to yeah. come down from. Yeah, it's gonna take. So you before about a we get into our social media story, so T baby, um, so you already said, so you trying to have Petey Pablo at your reception? Not necessarily Petey Pablo, shirt off. but I want some, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, put it out there. Yeah, nah, yeah. You don't so, have to so have, I just if y'all could have anybody people. perform at your wedding and reception, who would you pick before we go to break? Mm. I'm going to tell you mine. I'm going to pick Raheem Devon to sing at my wedding. 
You can't pick the same person. Well, yeah, I was gonna pick Usher. That's who I was. You can't pick the same person I was gonna pick too because I had him. Yes, we need to see the videos and pics, Misty. She said I'm gonna have to show y'all videos. We need. I see some on Instagram. I see some of the pictures. She's cute. She was cute, cute. Yes, I was a baddie. Yes, I would want Raheem, but I think that would be a. I don't know that. That would be bad for me for Raheem because. I remember uh, when he used to go on live and I didn't ever think he would pick me and he picked me to go on live one day and I literally was not prepared to go on live and he chose my name from he added you in he added me girl you be popping <laughs> yeah he be popping so he girl. added me in and I was like okay boo she don't be doing nothing on social media but trying to get on people's lives I don't know don't worry, he's not gonna remember you from that. You know how I many yeah, already know it's all good. He <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna need Raheem to sing at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one song that I want to request from Don't Drop That Dump Don't Drop That Dump Don't Drop That Dump Hey, so for me, reception is gonna be either. The Young Bloods or <laughs> Juvenile. You already know. Oh, look at that. Cash money, taking no more. It's over. Now, the Young Bloods. Yeah, I would want my other favorite song. I would want Usher. I would want Raheem. No, actually, I would want Kitty Lattimore to sing at the wedding. I would want Kenny Lattimore okay. for the wedding, and then I would want some really body, somebody really really crunk. I probably would want. I don't know if I would want a male artist. I probably would want a female. Um, Megan Thee Stallion. You know, she probably get it crunk. Yeah. Okay, yeah. hot girl. Yeah. Hot yeah. 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 Then I would want. She is uh, not going to be shaking her ass in my new husband's face, girl. No. <laughs> no. 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 Nice entertainment, though. Yeah, nice so entertainment, but not for my wedding, bitch. I might have to beat down the H down hottie. Hell yeah, no. we not gonna do that. Hell no. it up and dipping it down. Hell like no. wedding, my man I'm now, trying to baby. keep my marriage together. We, I just <laughs> got the nigga. <laughs> we just got. I can't have no just... shaking all that cake in front of my new husband's face. <laughs> Baby, no, <listen>. ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> No, ma'am. Oh, if anything going to be shaking his mind. Nice entertainment. Oh, no. Nice entertainment. <laughs> Love to see me some Megas. That's my girl. Right. Now, a lot Megas of Megas, Stallion, Sweetie, none of them are allowed. Okay. Yes. No. Lotto. No. They all got men, but so it's okay. So, Megas, Stallion. It, it don't matter because your man gonna be sweating bullets trying mm-hmm. hard to keep it safe. Look, look. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yes, he gonna be like, oh. you're right. You're right. I have to give it to you. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I would want I would want somebody that's crunk, and then I would want a um, I would want to um, I just like how the African weddings when they perform the the how they be dancing like the whole the whole get up is is like. 
Yeah, the African weddings are nice, but yeah. I do not want no African. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I'm okay. I, I, I like I'm okay all. off of that. I'm okay. I'm okay off of it. I'm okay. I'm gonna pass on that one too. Um, I'm I agree with you, Lisa. Yeah, I ain't gonna be at it. I'm okay. Just give me a good song or two, three, four, you know, I'm cool with that, you know, and, and let me enjoy my ceremony. <laughs> Because I feel like that's going to take away from my ceremony. Right. Yeah, for me, I really do need, it's three songs that gets me on the dance floor. I don't care if I'm tired. I don't care if I'm being bougie and sophisticated. I don't care if my pastor at the club with me. It's three songs that's going to get me out of my seat. And I need one of them to be performed live at my reception. That's Back Mm -hmm. That Ass Up. Yay! Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Good job. And then, damn, by the Young Bloods. Y'all don't remember that. If you don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. Hey, okay. no, we're not gonna do that at the wedding. Oh yes, we're gonna do that. Just a little bit ghetto. No start, no shit. Won't no be no shit. Not at the wedding. Wait a minute. No hey. shit with you at your wedding. That's Baby, everybody wedding. needs to know. Don't start no shit. It don't be no shit. Okay. They up. need to know she's that at every occasion. Zoe, she's giving a message at the wedding. Okay. At the wedding. Check that. Yeah, people need to know that at any occasion. Not <laughs> <laughs> this wedding. Any occasion. Especially yeah. the wedding, okay? I told you, just give me, don't drop that dun da don't drop that dun da Hey, that's going to get your girl up, but anything after that, we good. Well, we shall see who is going to have these receptions first, second, <laughs> and third. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, your girl might just come up married. I, I'm, I'm one that'll just dip off and go and get her done and not, not tell nobody. So, you never know when it comes to me. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, y'all got quiet. Hey, I mean. I guess it's time for a break. Whatever floats your boat. (laughs) We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. If you're looking for custom handcrafted fashion jewelry that makes a statement, look no further than Linda S. Jewelry 1426. We specialize in quality pieces fit for any occasion. Follow us on Facebook at Linda S. Jewelry 1426 to view our inventory or to make a purchase. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. And we're back. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. I'm loving how she she changed the pictures on her background. I know. The magazines are really cute. Yes. Make sure you guys subscribe to Sterner Magazine. Make sure you look at the the uh, page for Sterner Magazine. It's awesome. Miss Lisa Denae is the editor-in-chief for Sterner Magazine. And there's some awesome articles in there featuring a lot of our guests that have been a part of Stunner Radio. Absolutely, and we have our our monthly um, 
what do you call it, our monthly column in the magazine that's from Black Coffee with a side of tea, that's zoology. So that's okay. always in there. So if you miss a zoology, just make sure you check out the magazine each month and an installment of zoology is going to always be in there. So with that being said, the social media stories of the week, y'all. Mm -hmm. Now this is a juicy one that y'all sent me about uh, these, these beautiful white women. <laughs> who got uh got their face cracked today mm -hmm. uh this week by a beautiful black sister so so yeah, let's okay. check that out y'all because that was a lot for me how many of you would trade places with a black person in this society raise your hand don't all speak at once <laughs> they start blinking hard that was what you know the answer to that well, it's yes or no. <laughs> right. How many of you would do it? I know I would. I, mean, I, 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 I dated a Hispanic no. very dark. No, no, I'm not talking about so Hispanic. The question is. is but I was going to have children. So I spent many years thinking of myself of having very dark skinned children. The question is. How many of you would be willing to trade places in this society with a black person? I think I would. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I'm not saying there's not racism. Absolutely not. It's just saying I don't see it. Yeah, but you know how not, racist this country not is. Not to the degree that. You do, oh no, you will never know. You know, <laughs> in this country, we created the criminalization of black people. And when your skin is seen as a weapon, you're never unarmed. And that's why black boys and men and women are dying in the street with their hands up. up. I was born in 1950. You know what I expect of white women, not a damn thing, nothing. I expect nothing of you because you have never given me anything. I can't trust you, okay? But how can we come together when you Is say something like, I will never trust a white woman? If we had a really heart-to-heart -to -heart talk, you said you would never trust me? Well, I would Maybe. have to see. But you know, out, out of all your years in life, <laughs> you've never trusted a white woman. No. Well, let me put it this way. The ones I have trusted have come back to disappoint you. Disappoint me. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. It's interesting to me that, Marnie, that you're, when, when Regina's talking, about her feelings and how she doesn't trust white women instead of saying my god well how can like what why like what what about me that's what you said would you trust me what if we had a heart-to-heart -heart conversation why are your feelings so hurt both of you though has been about it's like a hate like, against like, us like i feel like it's like it's been very aggressive <laughs> yeah, really, yes. like her 
person that somebody would not. But why are your feelings more important than the reality of the violence of our lives? She ain't gonna have no answer. So it seems like this keep, keeps freezing up for you for me. You, is it freezing for y'all too? Yes, yeah, oh, it was freezing. Now you must have found the whole video of it because what I saw, what I what I saw, I didn't see all of that. Now my whole thing is the entitlement, and exactly. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. For the past for the past two to three months, the entitlement of feeling some type of way towards black people like the more racism comes out like don't get me wrong i know it's always been there but the more i experience it the more i see it it really gives me chills like it it's not irritating to me it just really gives me chills because it it puts me in a place where how do you raise your children in this society like how do you like i literally asked my grandmother last week what did you tell my uncle like what did you say to him to ha help him survive in this world like i'm i have a son like what right. did you say what did you do like how did you approach that because it was worse then and it seems like it's it's getting worse now you know right. and it's just the entitlement for me it's the karens for me i think it's getting worse because they're getting more and more uh in the minority and so mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. it's more uncomfortable for them because they got people of color on all around them, not just black and white. Now yeah. it's black, white, Asian. It's people from Indian. India. It's it's people from everywhere, and they are outnumbered. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So so I think it makes them just rehash how they feel about us. Like you niggers started with y'all. Right. It's like another trigger. It's like another trigger for them at that yes. point. Right. And, and I'm just trying to figure out and like understand the whole concept of how dating a Hispanic man. Right. Makes you feel that like has, those are two polar opposites, sweetie. And um, and then the, the audacity to say, I didn't want to have a dark kid. So I I I I thought about me having children. So I didn't want my, my child to be dark. Darker. You are clueless, sweetie. Very no, clueless. <laughs> and it's crazy how she jumped to that. That was nothing to do with the question of would you trade places with a black person? Nothing. You said nothing about black people. Like she went, she jumped to Hispanic. Yeah. It, like what? Yeah, and then she tried to <laughs> right. throw shade out of all the years you've been on the earth. Baby, don't try me. Uh, old girl was good. Old girl yeah, was she good. was very she respectful. Was she was very respectful. And I commend her for her response on a lot of things that she said because I don't know if I would have been able to say some of the things that she said because, first of all, y'all only saying y'all would trade places with a black woman because I'm asking you this question now and we've addressed something and I've had to reiterate right. the question in a direct manner now. Exactly. Stop it. It's ridiculous. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it. it's a clear yes or no question. That's and it. But yeah, I think they I, felt you, bad you about the whole video. That was good. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the whole. I mean, video. it's even longer because it goes it goes long and it, it really gets in depth because the black lady do not let them make it. She calls she them on every single thing they that's say. Yeah. And the other lady that's with her, I'm not sure of her nationality, but she calls them on it too. She lets she them know it's not about. I think so too, uh, but she says it's not about you. Everything is not about you. 
Why are you so offended? You know, why is your feelings hurt? And I think it's hard for them to to really take a look at themselves and understand that they feel bad for silly shit. You know, you feel bad about something, a question that somebody asked you when we got to wake up with this skin every day. Like, get every out of here. And it's considered a weapon. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the trigger. It, it's a weapon. People yeah, are getting it's, killed it's, because it's, of their skin color. Like, But absolutely. I wanted to go back to what you said about asking your grandmother because I remember the first time I knew uh, I was black, you know, mm -hmm. and that was in kindergarten. So before kindergarten, I, I really, I was in preschool. It was other kids around, but I didn't think nothing of it. You know, mm -hmm. when you're a kid, you don't really think, oh, well, they different. I mean, I just looked at them and they looked at me. I didn't think it was no big deal. Right. Until I got to kindergarten and my best friend, we, I mean, it was best friend. Okay. To the point where I remember her to this day and I'm 50 years old. My best friend, her name was Tabitha. And we used to come to school. We both wore dresses to school. So we come to school with our little dresses and we do our little cutesy girly thing. And we was always together. Thick as thieves, Lisa and Tabitha, Tabitha and Lisa. They were like, oh, they're going to Lisa and Tabitha. They're going to Lisa and Tabitha. <laughs> So we were thick. But then one day I came to school and she just turned her nose up at me and, and wouldn't even speak to me. And I was like, girl, <laughs> whatever. And so I wait till we got to recess and I was like, girl, what's wrong with you? Like, come on now. Why, why are you acting funny? We're friends, like, right. We're friends. Now, I'm, I'm five years old at the time. She said, I can't play five with you no more. <laughs> yeah, that part. She said, I can't play with you no more because you're black. I said, what? What do you mean I'm black? She's like, I can't play with you anymore and walked away. And so I was like, I am so thrown off. So when I got home, I asked my dad about it. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, sometimes people of other races don't like us because we're black. And what mm -hmm. that means is your skin. And he started giving me the whole talk about, you know, our race and how mm -hmm. they were discriminated against. And so I got mad at my dad at that point, And I said, why didn't you tell me? Now, his answer is the whole reason why I brought up this story, because he said, I wanted you to enjoy being a child. Yeah. Right. Because once you find out how they see you, your childhood is basically over. Yeah. You got to think very, you're, you're more conscious. Now you're yeah. more conscious. You got to think different. You got to carry this burden. You got to feel a certain type of way when you're around other people. You got to watch what you say and do because they judge you more harsher than others. It was a it was a wake uh, eye opener for me, and I was only five. Absolutely, and that's the crazy thing is that um, the 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 woman that was sitting there like she she's sitting there acting like she was a black person. Sweetie, you you have never walked a, a mile in our shoes, and probably couldn't even walk in the shoe. For you to be upset as you were, and it's, so she was like, "Okay, well, if we have a hard talk." First of all, only she might not even want to talk to you. No, Certain even if we do have a heart to heart, that don't mean you, I'm gonna trust you. Might, you, ma'am, you might not even be capable of having a real conversation with me. Exactly, your attitude tells me that you already that's got an attitude. Thing. That's the whole thing, right there. And and kind of going back to what you said, Lisa. Like for me, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily you're black. It was more of a a half breed. You look you look like you half white, half black. So it's like, you can't really hang out with the black kids. You can't really hang out with the white people because you look black still, you know? And it was just like a lot of mixed emotions and mixed feelings to the point where I had to figure myself out, you know, at a certain age, you know? 
And like I said, I asked my grandmother that because I am raising a boy. And, you know, with all the stuff that's going on in the world, even like with George Floyd, like how do you prevent certain things from happening if our skin color is a weapon? Well, you have to really tell your boys, you have to tell your kids the truth. And, you know, my dad, he did sit down and tell me the truth of all of it, like how he was treated, yeah. how they couldn't even go in certain places that we can go in now. They couldn't go in at all, not go in the back door at all. And so when he was telling me that as a kid, it made me feel sad for them. But he said, don't be sad for me because look how far we've come and we still got some way to go. But I just want you to know how they see you so that mm -hmm. you're always conscious and you're never disappointed. Yeah. And see, I think they can't understand that. They always feel like, oh, we don't all see you like that. We can't right. take a chance. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree. I, def I definitely agree with that. And so, and that's basically what she was asking. Would you be willing to trade places with, with any black person in society? No, they wouldn't. And most of them wouldn't because they've, they've enjoyed their privilege. They're comfortable. They're right. comfortable in the, the, in the state that they're in. Right. Now, they, let me, let me ask y'all, would you be willing to trade places with a white woman? Zoe, don't answer. Cause you, you know, <laughs> hell, <laughs> All you gotta do is put on a blonde wig, sis. <laughs> I can't not with you. Oh my God. The shade. Oh, the shade is real. <laughs> you See, just, I mean, hmm. Well, I'm no. gonna answer because a few years back, somebody asked me that question. I was like, hell no, nah. no, nah, I love being black. I would never want to be no flat ass, no flavor, no rhythm. I, I'm good. I like my, I love, I, you know, I like it over here. But as I go, oh, the hell yeah, I would. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would because they don't got half the expectations on them that we have. When they're a single parent, People feel like, oh my God, you're a single parent. We commend oh, how you. How do you do it we all? We commend you. Oh my right. God. Everybody, let's help, help her out because you know she's a single parent. Yes. Yeah. Grab the stroller, Johnny, and we'll grab her bag and, and you take the baby, Johnny. But but Lakeisha but over there. Lakeisha. Lakeisha is going to be on welfare. She's going to be struggling trying to take care of what she got to take care of. And then she's just another regular old schmegal old black woman on welfare. Mm -hmm. And then for the people who ain't on welfare, but need welfare, it's even right. worse. It's you, like, you make too much money, Jane. Yeah, you make too much money. You get $11 in food stamps. Lakeisha, you make too much money. You're above, you're above the, the, the uh, threshold. In yeah. order to receive services, so I I, I can't help yeah. you. And then for me, to be honest, I had a white friend before who helped me with a lot of things because if I needed something, I would send her to ask for it. Girl, go ask supervisor. Can we, you know? And she'd be like, "He ain't gonna say, girl, just go do it because you know he gonna agree with you." And he mm -hmm. always did. So mm -hmm. of course, yeah. At this age that I am now, if I had opportunity, which we know we can't. Oh, hell yeah, I would. I would switch in a heartbeat. I would be the most Tamika-ish uh, Rebecca you ever seen. <laughs> Tamika-ish. Karen, give me a Karen. Don't mix it all together, baby. <laughs>
But you know what? I, I will tell y'all this. Tyler Perry did a good job on that uh, Jasmine's Blues on Netflix. I, I would advise y'all to go watch that. It, it's pretty much kind of like what we're talking about. So yeah, I would definitely. I watched that. it. I was okay. heartbroken. I it was, was. It was very, very, very hard to watch. Yeah. And, you know, toward yeah. the end. Yeah. I mean, it was just. I and this is the reason why I know black people have trauma in our DNA because mm -hmm. I wasn't alive during them days, but all of that triggered me. I felt mm -hmm. triggered. Absolutely. I felt, I felt afraid for my own safety, and I was just like, "Wow, mm -hmm. how, how how far we've come, but yet we're still in the same boat in some areas." Yep. Yep. And that and that goes back to what I was saying. I feel like it's starting to kind of like get worse again you know like it's kind of like we're reverting back almost to where to not exactly where we started but it's it's getting back bad like the racism is increasing and it's it never really stopped but it's just getting worse now you know for everything that our ancestors fought for and all the things that you know the places that we've gone I feel like it's reverting now absolutely I think it's been dormant I, I think it's been dormant. I think it's always been there. Um, it's just more prevalent now. Like yeah. like Lisa said, they they're they're feeling threatened. They're they're becoming outnumbered because um, in 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 society they are now trading places with other people who would normally be in the minor in minorities now. So now you 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 outnumbered and. We are in the rankings for certain things that we normally probably wouldn't be in the rankings for because of the color of skin, businesses, yeah, um, real estate, you know, other things that we had to fight for. Our 40 acres in the mule that we never got, yeah, we're getting it now. Some of us are getting there's a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of black business businesses that are flourishing and is 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 overdue. Not it's even that. Up. Black women, some black women are now in positions that people mm -hmm. would have never expected them to be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so I mean, I, I disagree a little bit because I don't think it was ever dormant. I think it was always there. It's it's never gone away. It's just the way they express it has just always been more subtle, but it's Agreed. never gone anywhere. And then when uh uh they boy got in. Trump, when he got in, they all got brave and they felt like they could say certain right. things and do certain things. And a lot of them got some ass whoopers behind, behind them. <laughs> but they did feel more brave to express their hate and express their dislike of us and disguise yeah. it as patriotism and say, oh, I'm a patriot. Okay, whatever. You could be a patriot, but you don't have to try to degrade and, and you know belittle other people to be a patriot and then try to make us feel like we're not American. Get the out of here. I'm as American as they come because I was born in America, baby, Chicago. Okay. Don't get no more American than that. So, right. I mean, I, I just feel like it's always been there. And the other thing I kind of disagree on is that when you say um, black women are in position, people didn't think they could be in. They always knew we could do it. That's the reason why they oppress us so much. They okay. know how intelligent we are, how athletic we are, how gifted we are, how creative we are. I mean, if you just look at one aspect of our culture, 
when it comes to our language. Everybody want to talk like us. Everybody want to okay. look like us. like us. Everybody want to look like us. You can yeah, go to yeah. any country in the world and find mm -hmm. somebody that dress like, talk like, walk like, sing like a black mm -hmm. person. Right. And when I when I said when I said they, that people didn't expect not necessarily white people, our culture, we we did not see a, we didn't see a black woman being in the justice system like some some people did not see that is what I mean. Not necessarily white people, because like you said, they, that's why they oppressed us. Yeah. And that, and so they their their uh, their propaganda worked on us. So. You're right. We start to not see it ourselves because yeah. if you tell somebody something long enough, they start to believe it. Absolutely. So if you tell me all long enough that I'm fine, baby, I'm gonna come through. <laughs> I'm gonna believe it. Thinking I'm fine as hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Could be wearing a red wig, looking like Ronald McDonald, but baby, I'm gonna be thinking I'm fine as hell if you tell me enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get off so the line. The same thing. Get off the line. <laughs> it's the same when it comes yeah. to black people, <laughs> yeah. black people. <laughs> I'm just saying they do that to us and some of us believe you know the lies that we told if you hear it enough you start to believe it absolutely Ooh. get off the line so anyway moving on <laughs> before we go to our topic for tonight we gotta talk about uh messy bessie our girl um Kim I would have much preferred, especially dealing with gospel, uh, Yolanda Adams, who we're both from Houston, Texas, to pick up and step on and say, hey, I have a career to save and I can't agree with, with your stance right now. I need to say something different to my public. So I rather I, I would have preferred that. To call and say we've been in the gospel game too long together. And this is Ooh, this is this looks really really bad. So I'm not going to be able to affiliate with you. I was I would have respected it and said, hey, do what you got to do. But at least we have an understanding. Well, I mean, and let me be clear here. Delanda is a friend of mine as well. Good. I am also from Texas. Oh, okay. And I did not want to turn this into a because I don't know what happened behind the scenes. But I was asking if you wanted more. More time for it. you said there was more of a backstory to what you said on the yeah so that that was the end of the video so once again as y'all okay. can see lost. <laughs> so did y'all can did y'all kind of catch the, the little subtle shade that was going on right there i heard the shade yeah heard so the shade. she uh, so what ha what's the back history why was she on there talking about that because, okay, you remember a little while ago, Kimberrell got in trouble again for preaching about people being broke. And so mm -hmm. people was trying to cancel her again. Mm -hmm. And I guess Yolanda Adams had something to say or didn't want to be affiliated with her anymore because mm -hmm. maybe th the third time's a charm. You know, I don't blame Yolanda. She probably like, girl, you talk too damn yeah, much. Right. right now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so... So Kim decided to go on on um on Tamron Hall's show and bring up Yolanda Adams' name. First of all, don't name don't don't say my name. Don't name drop. That's what you're not, not gonna do. Not, not with not with the shiggities. Don't do that. Especially yes. not with somebody that messed with me. Right. 
and Tamron let it be known, oh, she's my friend as well. And yeah. I'm from Houston, Texas as well. You don't play like that. You know, play like that. Her foot was right here when she started with Yolanda Adams. The more she talked, it kept saying, "Mm, Yeah, just put her whole foot in her mouth. You you just have to be, I I think, with people, people's mouths can truly get you in trouble. Absolutely. Um, Everything doesn't have to be spoken about. And that's the misconception. is Oh, I got I got to say something. No, you don't. But you, you don't, don't go on TV. You do not go on TV and say my name and say, I wish you would have come. You don't do that. I don't care what the situation she is. She didn't have to pick up her phone. That's why she didn't. Yeah. It's better leaving stuff unsaid. Right. Let but me let I like the way I like the way Tamara <laughs> Hall stepped up for her girl. She was like, hold on now. Glasses. Hold on, glasses. The glasses was killing me, honey. The I'm from, I'm from Texas too. <laughs> the glasses took me out because I was it was like, the looking over them for me. It was the too much keep touching. Girl, <laughs> you got to yeah. touch them that much. Don't put them on your face. Ooh, Anything you have to consistent <laughs> as a part of your fashion, don't wear it. <laughs> you have to continue for you. If it yes. doesn't fit correctly, if you have to consistently touch it or tug on it, the whole it's not for you. It, it's, it's not, not for, you. for you. Yeah. Don't Tell do me it auntie, baby. If Woo! it doesn't fit your head, it doesn't look right. Look in the mirror two times. Maybe three. I'm done with both well, of y'all. I think she looked in the mirror plenty of times. She looked in the mirror she plenty of times. Well, them glasses bifocals. was obstructing her view. Yeah, bifocals. I don't know, but it, it's it's the messiness for me. I think mm-hmm. somebody hey. on her team needs <laughs> to have a sit down meeting with her for yeah. real and say, yeah, "Look, absolutely. shut up," because shut up. you can't continue to go around calling people broke and in the church. Right. I mean, she's been in That's several controversies because like- she talked too much. I mean, you you guys remember back in the day, way, way back when Beyonce used to give interviews? She used to Mm -hmm. say crazy stuff. You see Mm -hmm. what happened. She don't give interviews no more. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. the whole animal one. If I could be an animal, I would be a... (laughs) That interview right there, she stopped doing interviews after that. I'm proud of you. Because her people smart. Just sing, baby. Just sing and look beautiful. That's That's all we need you to do. And it's the same for Kimberrell. Just sing. That's it. That's it. That's it. Just do your talent and don't do anything else. That's it. People are ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Just that's that's that song. Just be pretty. You so pretty. That's all you're supposed to do. Anything extra that you are incapable of, if you're not a publicist, be quiet. Please. Yeah, when you don't know how to curtail your your words and you don't know certain things is just common sense. You don't go on TV and <laughs> mention somebody's name like that. No. Right. Yes. Especially if you don't know the relationship that the other person may or That's may not point. have That's with the person that you're speaking on. Exactly. I'm gonna defend mine too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I don't blame them. Yes. Because you speaking on my friend, let me check you right quick because you on my show <laughs> talking about my friend. Thank you. 
D says, OMG, she needs to shut up. I don't know why her PR lets her do that. I don't either. She is like collecting their check. They didn't care. You see, also, I think that she is the type of person that feels like I am who I am and I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And you're going to hate it or love it. But mm -hmm. take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. And but sometimes that's a little too much. You know, sometimes it's just a little bit too much. And especially with what you're saying. <laughs> you better leave Yolanda Adams alone. I know that's right. Because we love us some Yolanda Adams. Yes, because she, she, baby, she, Yolanda Adams is a staple. And that's yes. another person who do not get no whole lot of interviews. Some people are smart. They know, look, you know, sometimes I go to the left, so I'm not going to say nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> I know I can. <laughs> she said, oh, a messy Christian. I can't stand it. That's what Miss D will say. Yes, honey. Yeah, they the worst ones, the Christians. Mm. <laughs> they the messiest of the whole it's bunch. Throwing stones and hiding hands for me. <laughs> well, anyway, I think we should go to our topic. It's a couple more social media stories I wanted to talk about, but I don't think we have time. Um, so let's go to our topic for tonight for uh, zoology. Hey guys, it's Zoe Ross from Black Coffee with a side of tea. And I hope you're ready for this new segment, Zoology, because it's time to start asking all the questions that you want to know the juicy answers to. Hey guys, so I do have a quick question from one of our viewers. She said, as a woman, a mom, daughter, girlfriend, sister, whatever, how do you properly acknowledge when you're overwhelmed and how do you deal with it? Well, that's um, a good question. Yeah, because I'm all of those, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of those things, you know. But first, I think even with being daughter, sister, whatever, I think the first thing is acknowledging who, what, what, what is the problem? So mm -hmm. I did a little one-two step about being overwhelmed. And like I said, the first step is acknowledging your stress and like what makes you overwhelmed. Um, it's a lot of triggers, you know, you can, you can really sit back and acknowledge your triggers and see what, what's wrong. You know, you can really talk to yourself, you know, um, the second step is taking a moment for yourself. So sometimes you do need to take a break from social media, take a break from the world, you know, just really take time for yourself to really know what's, what's, what's going on and get in tune with yourself. Um, the third thing would be to reach out for support, getting a therapist or, you know, having a great support system. I know that's that's the main thing that a lot of people really need is a good support system. Yes. Absolutely. I agree, Zoe, with all three of these points. And I think the biggest thing for um, for women, especially black women. Oh, and D says prioritize. Empire, That's a absolutely. big one. That was a good one. That's a big one. I think the, the biggest barrier for most black women is just acknowledging it. That you said yeah, that first mean. one. Acknowledge that you're stressed or overwhelmed because sometimes we so busy dealing with and we're so used to just keep going. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Absolutely. You don't you don't really acknowledge like it's something wrong. You know, your mental something mm -hmm. is wrong with you or, mm -hmm. you know, you're going through some things. Yeah, you know, you're going through things, but you don't really like acknowledge it and take the time to deal with the things that that you're going through, you know. So absolutely. Just acknowledging it would be my biggest thing. My biggest advice, acknowledging yeah. your strengths. And I just want to mention that um, today on Survival Mode Disengage with Miss Cat, she had a guest that had a story that kind of goes with this. It's something that I've never heard in my life. I've heard of people having a mental breakdown. I've heard of people having, you know, back in the day, you used to call it a nervous breakdown. But mm -hmm. this, um, this particular woman, she had several businesses that she was running. She was successful. She was doing her thing. She went home one day. She did have something happen at one of her jobs, her businesses that triggered her, but she didn't think much of it. She went home one day and got in the bed and could not get back out the bed. Right. She was stuck in the yeah. bed. She was completely overwhelmed with depression anxiety it just fell down on her like a ton of bricks with no warning so yeah. i have never heard of that happening to somebody so suddenly but she actually had couldn't even take care of herself her family had to care for her i mean do y'all do y'all see how serious that could be absolutely yeah. when you, and you know, deal you know with a lot stuff. of people don't ask how is your mental we say how you doing you know, right. we don't really say, how is your mental state? How how are you mental? How are you doing mentally? And that's right. I think that's the biggest thing. Even if I did ask y'all today, you know, how, where is your mental? How are y'all doing today? You know, I don't know if, if we could have an honest conversation about that. I think I think you're right. A lot of people couldn't. I know I can because I'm going to tell the truth. Uh, but can people handle it? That's the thing yes. for me. Yes. Can I yes. really yes. tell you how where how my mental is? Will, yeah. you, will you be able to receive that? Right. You know, right. I think that's why some people don't say that's why some people just be like, I'm good. Because if they mm -hmm. really tell you, I'm really about to go out here and commit a homicide, you're gonna be like, Oh my god. Right. Really, you know, we need to talk about it, you know, and yeah, it's not enough time in the day to talk about it, you know. Right. Exactly. But I think I think people should should ask and I think people should be prepared to hear the answer. Yes, absolutely. That's it. It needs to they need we just need to have real conversations Absolutely. because um, we all get overwhelmed. Um, and, and it is definitely important for you to acknowledge it, because um, when you don't. You can be like the woman that you spoke about that was on this cat show. When it does catch up with you, it's it's you just it it'll take you out. out. It mm -hmm. takes you out, and you you still trying to figure out how you got there. Yeah. Well, know? I would encourage anybody to go and watch. It is mental health is wealth part two on survival mode disengage. And I'm gonna tell you something. She gave out some amazing resources because she was able to go into recovery. And when she got back on her feet, she started an organization where she helps other people deal with mental health issues in a major way. Like she does a lot of good work for the community. So for her case, it was really a divine intervention because had she not went through that, who knows? She may have never started right. that organization. She may right. have, you know, still was doing the other things she was doing. So she have saved so many other people's lives because she right. dealt with mental health issues. So that's something that we all should take into consideration. 
Like you may be going for, through what you're going through, not for yourself, but for other people that right. you may be, you know, the person to help them. Miss D said, coming from a person that sees a therapist, I want to get rid of the stigma that if you see a therapist, you are crazy. Mental health is real. And Miss Miss D, I definitely agree. She said it's okay to say you're not okay. A hundred percent, I agree with you. Um, I see a therapist as well, and you know, in in our in our culture, that's not right. taught to us. That's not talked about. And if you do go seek a therapist, it's something wrong. You know, that's the reason why you're seeking a therapist. At a point, you know, I had to tell my therapist, like, I don't want to just talk to you when I'm having a problem. I want to make it consistent, you know, because it actually helps you grow as a person. Right. And and then, you know, I'm a person who has seen a therapist in the past and definitely looking back (laughs) into getting into some more additional therapy. Um, D says, no, we are taught to pray the demon out. Mm, Ain't that the truth? Go and to church know, with the Christian. The thing about it is prayer does help me when I'm feeling overwhelmed. But mm-hmm. also when I pray, I do realize that God is telling me you need to see a therapist. You know, you still need to get some help. You need to talk to somebody because right. it's just something that we need. Sometimes you need to talk it out. You need another perspective. You need to even just have somebody to vent to that right. you can trust that's Absolutely. unbiased. And it's confidential, so it can't be repeated to your friends and family. Mm -hmm. You know, that might be something that you need, like just a sounding board, you know? Yes, and what Miss D said is so true. Faith without works is dead. She says it does help, and that's so true because you can be sitting there praying and God saying, I already gave you the answer. You need to go call your therapist or you need to go, you know, you can't just sit there and pray all day because that's not Mm going to necessarily be the answer for you. But I think that a lot of times it's like people who don't go to the physical doctor. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're scared of what they're going to tell you. It's right. the same with mental health. I think some people know they're struggling with some, some things, but be right. scared to go see someone because they don't want a diagnosis. But I want to I want to encourage people, don't be afraid of a diagnosis because just if, because they may say you have bipolar disorder or you have um obsessive compulsive disorder or you know anxiety disorder whatever they tell you right you don't have to label yourself with that and then it's not a death sentence you know yeah. it's just like anything else you can work through it you could get better and you could recover absolutely yeah. they give you the tools they're going to give you the tools to work through it mm-hmm. they're not just going to tell you this is what it is and and leave you be they're going to give you the the tools, the resources to work through it. And that's the important part is doing the work. Are you willing right. to do the work? Are you right. willing to do it? Not anybody else working for you. Are you willing to put in that effort to get your mental state right? To yeah. have it on a good on a good balance. Like you have to be willing to do that. Nobody can do that for you. Absolutely. And I think that if we look at it as a mind-body connection, you're not going to tell nobody to go run laps for you because you know it's not going to help you. You Absolutely. can you can run a mile all day for me, but I'm still gonna be over here to something. Puffing you know what I'm saying? Puffing and puffing over here. Yeah, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna <laughs> help me. So just to think that somebody else, you know, doing their work is gonna help you mentally too, it's not gonna help. So I think that if we if we remember that mind-body connection, we'll start to remove the stigma in our own mind. Because really, I think as far as the black community as a whole. The stigma is kind of dropping away. 
Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Each individual who may still struggle with the stigma themselves of do I really want people to know I'm struggling or do I really want people to know sometimes I don't want to get out of bed? Do I really want people to know sometimes I'm just sad for no reason? You know, we have to get past that. Uh, that thing that we have as, as black people are trying to be perfect all the time. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it's like I said, it's not taught. So some people generally don't receive it or accept it into mm-hmm. their circle because this isn't something that they were brought up on or that they really know about until it's introduced to them. Right. But I do want to give out some other tips that of what I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I know it's cliche because a lot of people say to do it, but I'm going to just reiterate it. Sometimes you have to get off social media. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to unplug. You have to get away from it all. You can feel overwhelmed. It's always something going on. I haven't watched the news in weeks because for a while it was just too much. Yeah, it was too much. It's always something and sometimes you got to do that. You got to unplug from everything just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. That's taking time for yourself. You definitely absolutely. You need that mental break. Absolutely. That definitely happened uh, for me in 2020. Is to to not watch the news because of all the things that were going on. We had COVID, and then we had all the police shootings. Absolutely. And, um. Then people at work would be like, "Well, did you see?" No. I didn't, and I don't want to hear what it was. I, I didn't want. I didn't. I want. I don't want to see it, and I don't want you to talk about it. Yeah. So my thing, my thing is really social media. Like, like you said, you know, during during COVID, it was really bad. But I was working in the hospital during that time, and so you know, they show it. You know, every right. room you go in, it's all it's all over. So it's it was no getting away from like the news and stuff like that. But mainly social media because it's reiterated on social media is is publicized more on social media you see more activity on social media you see women you see these men certain ways that you might not be there in your life you know and it's just different lifestyles different people so i really had to take a step back from social media even now it's times where i go a whole week without getting on social media because I can't do it. My right. mental state won't allow me to scroll, 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 scroll and be, ugh, oh my gosh. Like, you know, like I, I just right. can't, I can't bear it sometimes. Absolutely. And it's just getting out of control. And sometimes you really have to unplug yourself from Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of that, because right. it's not benefiting you. Yeah. Right. And, and it's like you expose yourself to a lot of people and every everybody not healthy. It's yeah. a lot of toxic people on social media. Absolutely. And they say all kind of stuff. So you read, like I said, if you Comment. hear something long enough, you start believing it. So if you yeah. see, keep seeing all this toxicity all day long, eventually it's going to affect you. Now, not to, you know, bring up nobody name, you know, God bless the dead, but your boy can and Samuels, he's one. Like he used to put so much mess out there, and then yeah. people retweeted, reposted. Re- it was like to a point where I was just like, "Do they hate black women? Do they hate us?" And then right. I had to realize, no, this is just a few fools who want to take the word of another fool and run with it. So right. I had to unplug from those type of people and unfollow those type of people. So that was going to be my next tip: cleanse your timeline. 
When you mm-hmm. see people negative, I don't care if it's your cousin. When you see Absolutely. people who always post something negative, unfollow them. Right. Yeah. It's the comments for me. Like once I start look, I, I start snooping and doing all of that. Let me go ahead and take you off my thing right now. Because right. I'm gonna read the comments. I'm gonna read. <laughs> I'm gonna see the likes and read the other comments to that comment, and then it just gets a little, little bit overwhelming. <laughs> a little bit too much, you know. So I see in the shiggity in the comments. Yeah, it's like the, the comments. Hard eyes. The comments are where it's at. Hard eyes. The <laughs> comments are very entertaining, though. I mean, <laughs> some posts, yes. as soon as I see the posts, I'll be like, oop, let me head to these comments. That's me. I won't even I won't even comment. I'm just reading. I'm reading here. them. Right, right. Yeah, you so hear the comments. Because people people are wild. You hear me? People are wild. And they on social media, stuff. people they bold say- and brave on social media, so they say anything. And don't and care what they saying. Yes. Nothing. And they it's entertaining, nothing. and it's funny, but it could also be hurtful and harmful to your mental health if you indulge too much Absolutely. into it. So, Absolutely. So that's Absolutely. one of my tips. I try to unplug from that. But also, I check in with myself, and I, I say this all the time to people, and they, they everybody got their own version of this. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's literal, okay? I literally check in with myself. Mm-hmm. And this ain't for everybody, because maybe some people can't do this, but I literally say, girl, how you doing? Like, for real. And I'd be like, thinking about yeah. it. Damn, yeah. I'm not doing okay. Like, because I don't feel, you know, I'll ask myself, well, how we feeling today? What well, you know? I'm gonna be honest, I don't feel, you know, I ask and answer. And that ain't for everybody, but for me, it works. Yeah, I said to myself, myself say, hmm. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think mine's is um mine would be meditation. Okay. Um, yes. I actually downloaded the app uh, Apple Fitness. And they have different meditation tools on there. And just that little tent, those breathing exercises can, you know, if your your shoulders are like this and you do the breathing exercises, you can feel, you know, your shoulders coming down, especially in the morning. Because I think in the morning times, um, even in the evening times, but it, it just it, it doesn't matter what time, but. Um, for anybody else but for me in the morning because we we were setting a regimen for ourselves in the morning and you're you're thinking about work you're thinking about waking up and if you're rushing if you oversleep or anything like that that can put you in a stress state yeah and so for me I I try to do it in the morning because it it prepares me for the day it gives me a clear mind I'm ready to take on, on any other tasks that are going to be you know and all the other energies that come along with being at work. So it kind of prepares you for, you know, all of that that comes along with being, a, you know, a professional. So I do the meditation and the, and the breathing techniques because it just clears your mind. It clears your body. It makes you pay attention. You know, if you have some ailments in your body, you can feel it because you're taking that moment to truly be still with yourself. So yeah. that's what I that's a good point. I do the meditation too sometimes because you're right. Sometimes you just got to be still and be quiet. Mm-hmm. No noise, no thoughts in your head, just quiet. You know, and that's hard if you ain't never done it before. 
Oh. You be looking for something to latch <laughs> yeah. on to. You should you do. Know, it's it's yeah. hard for some people. Yeah, it is hard at first. When I first did, I was like, quiet meditation. In the first two minutes, I was like, uh, I heard a noise. <laughs> so opening my eyes, I was like, what is going on? I was like, so then I the next time I did five minutes the first time, and then I I graduated to ten minutes, and then then I did fifteen minutes. It's starting with those first minutes that can be mind boggling because you're like, I don't know about this. It's too many noises. I first started meditating when I would do yoga. And so, you know, that it's like at the end of yoga, you know, where you sit in the mm-hmm. dark and lay back and stuff like that. And I didn't realize, like, how that actually benefits you, you know. So then mm-hmm. I would do just I would just do the meditation. And so I had somebody give me a somebody gave me a book of meditation and it's like with cards and everything like that. And it's it's really good. It's, it's really good. It's a good thing to incorporate in your lifestyle. Yeah, I think meditation is the one thing that got me off the edibles. Because <laughs> the edibles, baby, I needed them edibles every day. Daily. But I was just like, first of all, these are getting quite expensive. Mm-hmm. Secondly, it's I don't like habit. being dependent on nothing. And so yeah. I started to feel a dependency. I started to feel like, oh, I, mm. I can't go today until I get my edibles. I can't. And then I, I realized, no, I don't like that dependency. So I started meditating and that is the thing that got me off the edibles. Like when I feel anxiety, because really mm-hmm. that's what I was taking it for, the anxiety. Okay. So when I feel anxiety, I just get in my corner and I meditate. Now I can't do no more than seven minutes because after that, I'm asleep. Get yeah, I'm going to sleep. Too. After that, <laughs> sleep because hundred percent. I'm going to fall asleep. Yes, but it's Ooh. the best sleep ever. It is literally because your mind is quiet, your body is truly relaxed, right? You can yeah. feel how your body is just like in in, in a one state, peaceful. You know, it, it you're in that one state. You you're free from you know everything that you have to think about on a daily basis. You're yeah. just in that space with with yourself and give you an opportunity just to be. You know, yeah. we don't always get a chance just to be. Those five, yeah. those five, ten minutes we get is awesome because after that we like reality sets in. Back but I reality. did want to give two other tips before we end the show. And that was for me, physical touch. It depends on who you are as a person. But for me, physical touch helps me when I'm feeling very overwhelmed, whether it's a hug whether it's, you know, just a pat on the shoulder, you know, shoulder rub, whether it's you know, <laughs> that thing on that thing. That thing on that thing. Whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. Physical touch is the thing that really helps me when I'm feeling overwhelmed because I have to be around other people. And when I'm around somebody who I can trust to physically touch me, just because that's how I receive um calm i receive calm through physical touch so that's something that helps me now if you're a person who who not you know really into physical touch i'm just gonna say give it a try because it might be the thing you need you know you may just need a hug when people say do you need a hug sometimes you really do you You know sometimes you just need somebody to hold your hand for a minute rub your back 
just a back rub is works wonders. Just touch your shoulder. Touch, touch your shoulder. shoulder. Physical touch. touch. Yeah, just physical touch. Touch me. Yeah, yeah, physical touch. And then, you know, there's one other thing, and this is not for, again, not for everybody. Allow yourself, allow yourself to indulge in whatever calms you. Don't overindulge, but indulge. For some people, it is physical, intimate touch. You know, okay, that thing. And that thing may need to be thanging. And if okay. that's the case, go on and allow that because you know if you mad at your dude y'all having problem baby patch it up for the day because if you're feeling overwhelmed go and get what you need i'm just saying it's a lot of people and keep pushing it's a lot of people out here feeling overwhelmed snapping off on folks in traffic trying to bite your head off at work because they just basically need to get laid so you know that is definitely one of my tips for when you're feeling overwhelmed you know I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it, but orgasms are very calming. Yeah, you even, know, if it's not, even if it's not that thing that you got, you know, they have a few things like the rolls and, you know, a few other, you know. Yeah, like I said, physical touch, even if you got to touch yourself. Yeah, that part. <laughs> yes, that part. Whatever it takes, you know, and, and you know. I am not a proponent of overindulging in things, but I do feel like sometimes you have to indulge yourself, even mm -hmm. with a little shot of bourbon. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be that's going to calm you for the moment. I don't feel like you need to overindulge, but I think let yourself have, you know, some simple pleasures sometimes. Yeah. Simple pleasures. That's a good, simple that's pleasures. A good that was a good way to put it. Yeah. Yes. Simple pleasures. I don't think are, are uh, a problem. And um, they do say that <clears throat> sex does release stress. So if if it releases stress, I'm sure I'm pretty sure it can release you being overwhelmed, which overwhelming can be part of stress. You know, part of you being stressed out. So do do you Just help yourself? Help yourself. Bring the thing in. Help yourself, but if you do have a partner, you know, sometimes that's the best way to get them to help you with things that's overwhelming you. Drop that thing on them because you can ask to get the trash took out all day. You can ask, help me with this, help me with that. But when you put that monster on them, baby, you ain't got to much say nothing. You ain't got to much say nothing. All you got to do is let it do what it do. Let it work its magic. That's why we blessed to have it. Let it work its magic, ladies. Don't keep it to yourself. Sometimes your dude stress too. He need he need you to put that thing on him. I think our society make people feel some type of way about it. But at the end of the day, some of y'all backed up. I'm just saying, backed up <laughs> and need a release. You to make everybody life easier. If y'all just go, I can't. I can't I'm get it. I can't get it. But she's telling the truth. I have to agree with. I her know that. some people do be backed up. That's why they shooting, carrying on in the streets. Yes, I got. I, I understand. Yes, some people some toys like, literally. They need some toys or something. Mm -hmm. They might not have nobody to drop that thing and thing on that thing with. You know. But see, it ain't nothing like the real thing. So whatever you may need to do in your personal life, 
to get it together so that you can attract the real thing. Go on and do that. Because <laughs> they're like, wow. Because <laughs> going without. When I close on Listen, going without the same position I'm in. So be I'm careful with what you do. Right. <laughs> going without can be harmful to your mental health. I know y'all right. may not agree. And it, and it, but it, and just just make sure you protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You do it, make sure you protect yourself. Because I've seen a story about that, but it's, it's a long story. Because it's getting high in Texas. It's getting real high. And, and um, the, the story I saw was Joe Budden. <laughs> he stayed in the see, media. That kind of goes with what I'm saying. If you allow yourself to get backed up that bad, you ain't much got time to check to see if they put the problem on. No, you ain't much care. You, got you ain't time. much care because you you an emergency situation. I it's got urgent. Time. I got it's time. Urgent. I got time today. I got yeah, time. But that's why you don't let to yourself get, hang out. You don't let you don't let yourself get to, to that point. That <laughs> you got time to check the thing out. You don't have to make time to check. That I got out. time. Because you can't be dropping that thing and ain't got to check out. That's what we're not going to do. Every day you need to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part. I got time today. You need to make some time. Let's not do that. I hear what y'all are saying, but you know I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 100. And maybe you ain't never got to that point where it was urgent. But see, that's why I'm telling you, don't get to the point where it's urgent. The urgency? urgent. Yeah, it's an emergency. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Do not let yourself get to Go. that point. You exactly. know, have you ever been so hungry you had a little snack cake and, and barely got the wrapping off? You ate some of the paper? <laughs> That's kind of how you can get. Exactly. I'm just saying. <laughs> you just saying? <laughs> I'm just oh saying. my goodness. Take care of yourselves, people. <laughs> That's all I'm Please. saying. <laughs> the right. rates are high in Texas right now. So exactly. Please. Very high. Got yeah. You. Yeah. I mean, always wrap up. That's definitely something that we should do. But um, I think it's been a good topic, ladies. I hope that if anybody's out there overwhelmed, I hope that some of these tips helped you. Yes. Please let right. us know if they did. And don't be overwhelmed by yourself. Reach out to somebody to get some help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know Absolutely. the girlfriend's destination, we're always here. Yes. Yes, we we're always here. Every Saturday at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time, y'all. Exactly. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube so you get the notification when we go live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And also, okay. don't <laughs> don't forget to watch the replay if you miss us yeah, exactly stop shacking with us go ahead and marry our YouTube page I know that's right <laughs> Stop again for the ones in the back don't put the ring on our, on your finger for uh, black, for black coffee, coffee with a side of tea, tea. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't marry us don't, don't keep shacking with us we don't like to shack <laughs> don't marry us <laughs> yeah I like that because we wiping material over here hey Miss Megan right. Lost girl she said, have a great weekend, ladies. You, you, you too. too. Thank you, you, you too. Thanks for tuning in. Well, that's our time, ladies. I've had a great time with you guys as usual. 
Always, always. I love you, ladies. Love you too. And I will see y'all next week. Next week. Bye. Bye.